Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Women Solving Crime. My name's Katie Wilkins and I'm an author and comedian. I'm joined by screenwriter Hannah George. Hello. And writer-comedian Taylor Glenn. Hello. This is where Brandy meets bludgeoning, Mimosa meets misdemeanour and Port meets prostitution. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime. Oh, <laughs> I bet she ordered from Hazelton's. Oh my God, you know what? <laughs> That's what they tell me. Is this like if Mary Poppins shot Trump? Or... <laughs> That's something to lighten the mood, isn't it? There we go. <laughs> now it's time for Drunk Women Solving Crime. Welcome to another episode of Drunk Women Solving Crime. We are live on Zoom and we are joined by the fantastic comedian and podcaster, it is Abigailia Shimon! Yay! Welcome! Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me on. Yay! Thank you so much for joining us. How are you? I am good. I love um, performing from the comfort of my own home. <laughs> so I am totally into this. So. <laughs> 
we are we're ticking the comfort box yeah uh yeah nope uh things are good life is good it was sunny out i've noticed since the days are longer i am now happier (laughs) it's almost like i've had seasonal depression and that's what it had been all along i know it's amazing that i always think no i can't be that basic nope nope it's making a huge difference every (laughs) year every year yeah Yeah. Yeah. I don't do anything about it either because I know you can get those special lights in. But do I do that? No, I just I suffer. just don't like lying to myself with those lights. Though I'm a little yeah. bit like it's it's a lie. I know it's a lie. It's like I can't be hypnotized. Yeah, and I think well, it's a similar thing. I bought a a new desk lamp and it's supposed to help with sads. And uh, I'll tell you, I bought it in the winter. Didn't feel good until just recently. So <laughs> yeah all right i will continue to attempt to od on vitamin d but in the meantime we have a podcast to do here welcome hello to all the people in the chat people listening at home if you wanna oh yay right okay so hurry hang on it's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime everyone in the chat's been shouting of lime so if you would like to join a live zoom and and message us of lime uh join our patreon (laughs) but now we have one question abigail have you ever been the victim of a crime have I? Oh boy. Uh, so, uh, as we were discussing before we started, I spent 10 years in New York. I lived in Harlem the whole time. Famous oh, wow. for being a riff, rough area. Uh, didn't get robbed once until I moved to the U of K. And I oh, really? three oh, times. Welcome. Oh, so, welcome. Yeah. And, Damn. Uh, and then a bit of, I think, fraud, a bit of shopping fraud. What is it called? Ooh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I don't know, which, which stories do you want? Do you want them all? Oh, I, I love when we get quick. a choice. Yeah. I mean, tell us the juiciest one. Yeah, yeah. Start with the juice. The juice. I'll tell you, like, I, I told Amanda about getting robbed in the UK, and we, we can touch on those because it's a trilogy. But so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give us all, all the best yeah, robberies Yeah, are. crime's going to have juice in it. Like, what am I, a sadist? You tell but us what I, you want to tell us. I will say, I... Uh, for my sister's uh, 40th birthday, I wanted to treat her real special and get her nice big roses and a bottle of champagne. And those people in America will know that depending on where you live in the UK, you cannot order alcohol online and have it delivered to your house. But I found this website, this website that would do it. And I forgot to look for any reviews b- before <laughs> I signed up. And so on, like a couple days before her birthday, and I figured they're sending roses, right? So what are they going to do? They're going to put it in some sort of refrigerated box or with the gel things around it something just a box shows up she lives in (laughs) louisville kentucky it is 95 degrees july whatever that is in celsius it's like (laughs) 25 degrees celsius maybe 23 i don't know it's very very hot and humid she gets a box and she opens it up and her first present for her 40th birthday is wilted roses and boiling hot champagne in a deflated balloon. And she shows this to me and I'm livid. And so I get online and write to the manager like the white woman I am. And, and 
they they tell me they cannot refund me for the champagne because there's nothing wrong with it. But if champagne gets hot, it's ruined. Wow. And they're finally like, they refund me half of it, half the money. And I'm still like totally pissed. And, uh, and, and what was worse. So after that, I like, and Annie, God bless my sister was like, it's fine. Things happen. Don't worry about it. So I called my mom and I was like, mom, we got to figure this out. We got to, we got to get Annie some roses. And my mom's was like, well, call Oberson's from New Albany, Indiana. In a day, they got me 40 pink roses delivered to her house. My mom went out and got her a bottle of Bollinger. And like, so I, I, I bought her two birthday gifts. I paid for two, which I would only do for a 40th. Like if it was her 41st i'd be like well fuck it i tried but <laughs> that that wasn't the worst part the worst part was then after all this i used my american credit card right uh and i saw this weird charge on my credit card because i kept checking it to make sure that they gave me a partial refund and i was like what is this and i looked it up and someone had bought for like 400 quid a gun sight like, you know, so when you fire a gun, I'm explaining this to the Brits. When you fire a gun, <laughs> there's a little, there's a little like periscope on it for you to yeah. look through. And it's like, and I was like, that's fucking weird. And, you know, I told my bank and everything. Yikes. And I just mentioned it to my family. Like, this is weird. And I didn't put the two together. Yeah. And my older sister said, oh, my God, I just got a UPS notification that I was going to have something delivered. So Ooh. they stole my information and her address and tried to buy gun stuff with it (laughs) oh shit and so my sister called her bank and the police and then she was advised to call the fbi because it's across state lines so it's a federal offense but apparently what they do is they'll like use your card for bank fraud send it to the address that you have listed and then while it's being sent they'll reroute the package to the correct place okay so we caught it all before i think it got to that like it was still listed as her address but it was like super fucking scary yeah because also like we're not we're not a gun family (laughs) like we like like it was just like kind of scary to be like what what are you what are you doing with my card and my sister's address? Yeah, yes. that's super. super and that's a bit creepy. of a sinister thing to turn Very up on sinister. your like fortieth birthday. The first, the second present you get is like a gun sight. It's kind yeah, of yeah, a bit yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's a shame that if guns get overheated, they don't stop working. Like champagne. yeah, that would <laughs> yeah. solve that would solve a lot of problems. I but, know, right? I oh, know. Well. Oh, that's uh, so creepy. It's a good thing that you caught it in time, though. Yeah, well, it's a good thing that I, like, was checking constantly for that refund because they were so shady online. Hazleton's gifts, by the way, never use them. Let's shout that out. <laughs> Hazleton's <laughs> gifts, do not trust. Do not trust. And, um, yeah, if I hadn't been checking constantly, I, I would have totally missed it because I, I only use my American accounts when I'm in the States. Or if I have to buy something over there, like something for my family. Yeah. And I never, like, I never look at that account. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Creeped yeah. me the fuck out. Man, so did they ever, like, catch the people that were doing this? I don't know. I should, like, my sister was the one who filed a report, but probably not mm. just because of the nature of it's anonymous or whatever. Yeah. Wow. The, the crime. But it, if, if anyone had been caught, I think I would have heard about it. And the fact right. that I hadn't 
makes me think that nothing nothing came of it but she just filed a report because like she didn't want that purchase also you know connected to her house you know so you gave her the best birthday story ever (laughs) like the the all of these things add up to like the guns and roses 40th birthday this is amazing (laughs) i don't know how we never put that together as a pun it was it was a guns and roses brilliant You'll be on the family WhatsApp tonight. Guys, yeah. guys, remember, <laughs> remember that one time? Turned 40. Yeah. Six years ago? Yeah. I got it. <laughs> oh, no. Let, let's be honest. Annie turned 40 last year, okay? We're not going to make her older than she is. Sorry, be Annie. Annie listen, as a woman of the same age, I know how important every year counts. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. So exactly. do, you, do you think maybe this is how Guns N' Roses decided to name their band? <laughs> like, it was a birthday that went wrong. <laughs> God, I hope so. They use Hazeltons and it all went <laughs> yeah. up and they were like, like you know on, what? Let's be Hazeltons. <laughs> no, it's not quite edgy enough, Axel. <laughs> but I really like that. <laughs> oh, do you remember when you first realized that what is it, Axel Rose is an anagram of oral sex? No. I realize that? that right now. Whoa, well, I that, can't believe that I'm telling someone today. that for the first time. What? No, I didn't know that. Can someone do the maths? Because I think that's true. Someone might have told me that and gone, because she believes it. I think it's like, Axel Rose. You just accepted it. I just accepted it immediately. I, I mean, to like, be fair, who's going to do the maths on that? No one. Exactly. And I just thought, what? A- I am right. Thank you, Detective Gay. The chat there is we go. Oh, everyone's all up in this Guns N' Roses. They've all, they've all got their... There you go. Do you know what? Yeah. Get on your family WhatsApp groups, everyone, yeah. and tell. Yeah. Wow. There we go. Also, also, I just want to flag this one up. Uh, one, one of my robbery stories. I'll just. Uh, well, do you yeah, want all please. three of them? How much time do we have? Do you want all three, or do you want one? I can go through them quickly, or I can tell you one quickly. Give Where us, we... give us at least one, and then we'll decide. Okay. So the most recent one uh, was I was traveling from uh, Paddington to Cardiff. And ironically, I was talking to a friend a couple days before and I was like, isn't it amazing how on trains you just put your bag at the end? I think we know where this is going of the thing. And I was uh, I was talking to a friend and he was like, oh, I never do that. I'm super paranoid. And I was like, I've never like nothing eight years nothing's ever happened i've lived here and because he said that a couple of times on the train i would turn back and check that my bag was still there and it was it was and i don't want to be that asshole who puts their wheelie bag on a seat so i always put it in the thing and then i got up at cardiff and it was gone no And the police were no help, but God bless the people who run the train station in Cardiff. They were so sweet. They had me in their office. They had, gave me some tea because they were like, sometimes people just take the wrong wheelie bag. And if that's happened, we'll be able to They'll find an exchange. Yeah. So they were like trying to get in touch with the train. to, And, and it wasn't there. It was Those stolen. lovely, innocent Welsh people. Just yeah. so lovely. <laughs> but yeah. it's just like, it's and well. what was in it was like, my show closed for the weekend because I was performing at the Glee and all my makeup and like nothing of monetary value to anyone else but stuff that it's like I needed and it was just it was such I had to go to I debated just leaving Cardiff but then I was like I might as well stay and do the shows and make the money I lost (laughs) and and, uh, I wound up having to go to Primark and buying myself like underwear and a shirt to wear 
on stage. I was just... It was... Oh, God. It was uh-huh. the fucking worst. And it was on December 1st. So uh-huh. right as Christmas started, uh-huh. my bag got stolen. Like, that really sucks. Yeah. I always well, think they're taking a bit of a um, a bit of a risk, people that steal <clears throat> people's bags off a train. Because like, if I'd been coming back from somewhere... Then they would have just stolen a bag full of shitty underwear, essentially. Like they would have just stolen loads of really kind of like smelly yeah. clothes, and you know. Yeah, but- it seems like an odd gamble. Yeah. Like- well, I really thought you were going to say because the odds of me seeing them do it is very high. I didn't see it go into like <laughs> I shit my pants. <laughs> They've got my shitty pants. Yeah, shitty is maybe maybe too strong, um- but you know, not clean. The proverbial <laughs> shitty pants, yes. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe that's a business in itself. Anyway, before yeah. we get down that road too far, um, we always ask on this podcast too, what would you say to the perpetrators? Um, so we've got a couple of perpetrators. We've got the evil people trying to send guns and nick stuff, and then we've and giving you shitty champagne that boils. And then we've <laughs> also got the the thief on the train. What would you say if you had them, they maybe can't see you or they can, but you've got the power, you can say or do whatever you want to them? I guess to the uh, perpetrators on the train, I'd ask, what did you think you'd find? <laughs> like, and can I have the belt buckle back that's a oh, snake that yes. my younger sister gave me for my oh. birthday that was like, you know, that she found in a shop in New Mexico yes. that I cannot get back. I'd oh, ask no. for that back. Oh. But like, but yeah, that's the thing. It's like, what did you think that was going to be in there? Because it was like the like weekend little wheel. It wasn't like a big suitcase. It was like a little weekend. And I'm like, I had all of my electronics and stuff in my yeah. purse next to me. What did you think you were yeah. going to find? Yeah. What? Like that. Yeah. And, and to the Hazleton people. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. I, I, I just like, I'm just... And I don't even know what I'd say. I just, I guess I, you know, I, I checked my spam the other day because I had an email go in there and I'm still getting emails, promo emails from them that go straight to my spam apparently. And so part of me is like, how are you still here? Like clearly <laughs> it's still a functioning website wow. and they're still defrauding people. So my, my question to them would be like, how did you do it? Because I'm actually kind of inspired at this point <laughs> we've yeah, never that's... had thank you for being inspiring as yeah. the answer yeah. to that question so thank yeah. you the, the grit and determination is yeah <laughs> mark mark in the chat says i googled them they are still in business wow yeah, yeah it's so amazing how man. companies keep going like that it's crazy. All they have to do is just like have no phone number and then what they're just scot-free no yeah. one can get them like yeah how is that a thing? We just like, they just oh, I guess count we have on, to put up with that now. They just count on a customer doing it one time, but that's one more purchase. Yeah. yeah. Before yeah. any wants, return shame business. On, shame on me. Yeah. Yeah. When you think about how paranoid some businesses are about trying to make sure they've got good reviews and then these people can just like do what they want. Yeah. Yeah. The, Hazleton's and Elon Musk. How are they still going? Like, right? How... Yeah. That is the question of our time. Yeah. <laughs> For people who like potpourri and hot champagne, it's Hazleton's. Yeah, Check us out. <laughs> yeah they rebranded suddenly. Not quite. So anyway, all right, look, we could, 
we could do this all day. But I am I'm gonna move us along to the true crime section of the podcast. Are we ready? Mm. I'm yes. ready. So ready. Now it's time for drunk women solving crime. This case was actually suggested by a lovely listener called Yasmin, who emailed in, and I think that um, Yasmin is from Canada, because, little spoiler, this case is Canadian. Ooh. Okay. She said that there is, there's a book about this case, which sounds amazing. I've not read the book, <laughs> uh, which she actually wanted me to do if I was going to do this case. So sorry, Yasmin. <laughs> I haven't read the book. A um, whole book, Yasmin. I know. Yeah. I know that's how things are done in Canada. <laughs> here in the podcast world, it's about Wikipedia. Yes, no, and it sounds really, I still might read it, but it's will be too late for oh, this. Oh, how cool. Don't write um, checks you can't cash, Katie. You're not going to read it. <laughs> all right. All right. You're not. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. Uh, but no, it sounds amazing. You know, I did other research. I watched some YouTube videos about this because I'm almost a millennial. And that, that's what we do, right, guys? We, uh, we watch videos. That's what they tell me. Yeah. I'm we actually watch heart. TikTok, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, I've, I've, I've heard of that. Um <laughs> So, we're going to journey to Toronto in 1915. Okay. Okay. Now, according to my sources, this is a very conservative, largely middle-class place. Uh, So, my first question is, what percentage of the population claimed to be of English heritage? 95%. Nice. 95%. Oh, wow. So, Oh, did I nail that right away? No, no, no. I'm just, I'm repeating it. But (laughs) we're just super positive about all answers. We're just really positive. (laughs) This is a really participation badge arena that you're in now (laughs) um i'm not gonna go any higher so i'll go 94 percent oh the price is right yeah there we go and i'm gonna go 93 percent for everything else and really fuck taylor over taylor's got no (laughs) chance now you know what that means hannah gets it yeah but it's but it's not honorable No. <laughs> Do you know what? I'll it... take it. That's my favourite. <laughs> That's so way the, too the, high. The correct answer is 85%. Holy oh, shit, though. Yeah. Wow. Which I find shocking because this is all like, oh, it's so like snooty and middle class. But it's like, surely French Canada is way nicer. Like, if it's everyone's English, it's going to be full of football hooligans, like getting drunk and disgracing themselves. I don't understand how that's like bragging rights. Um, but then I read this other thing. So this this place gets described as a snobbish and dull place. And I was like, no, that sounds like England. England. So yeah, (laughs) we're back. It's that's where we are. But it's Canadian. So now the background, we've got the First World War happening. We've got lots of soldiers leaving Canada to go and fight with Britain and France and the gang. And there's an influx of young women coming into Canada from England to work as domestic servants. Now we're going to be talking about this very rich family called the Massey family. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. It's M-A-S-S-E-Y. Yeah, my friend's, yeah. Called, my friend's called Massey. Okay. Her name's Massey, and she's just moved to Canada. See, this is why name. we're happy that this didn't take place in the uh, French-Canadian area, because then you'd be <laughs> screwed. But it's it's English, so however you say yeah, it, we Katie, have a chance. Yeah. right. I, it can't be offensive. We yeah. have a chance here. So question, how do you think they made their money? Oh, do you know what? When I went to Toronto, I learned, I went to a place called Casa Loma, I think it was called. And it was amazing. It was like this, it was, it was to do with the the bloke that put made, I think that made Niagara Falls do electric, like made it sort of used, (laughs) harnessed the Niagara Falls. That sounds so scientific. Stop blinding me with science, (laughs) Hannah. 
So you Put majored it in, in engineering, terms, please. <laughs> and actually, it could be a sort of similar time that Casa Loma was built. So I'm thinking that maybe is it is he the the electric Niagara Falls guy? Okay, nice, love it. Any advance? Wait, so we're guessing what the family did, not the yeah, women how... who came out. Oh shit! We're okay. gonna get to everything. I just wanted you to. Guess okay, I'm gonna guess. I like this. I like this. Uh, made uh, Niagara Falls electric. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go old style. I'm gonna say whatever textiles means. You know what I mean? They own <laughs> textiles. a textiles mill. Nice. I don't yeah. know what it means, but it's a thing people had back. It then. sounds yeah. It sounds yeah. legit. Okay, Taylor Glenn. I have two thoughts, and I don't know which one to pick, and they're probably both wrong. I was thinking either railroads. Okay. Mm-hmm. Railroad barons, or it feels a bit too early to be media moguls. I'm just using ah. words now. Fancy was the Massey words, family? Was the Massey family a media family? No, I'm going to stick with railroads. Okay. Railroads. Well, nobody is quite right. God damn it! the The short answer is farm equipment. Oh. That was the main thing they did. Longer answer: They did loads of shit. They did like uh, the sort of big Methodists. They're patrons of the arts. They've got buildings named after them. Uh, Massey Hall, Massey College. They've got many. Manu- they do do manufacturing. So you okay. guys did touch on that. Because how did they make their money? Was the question, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so well, basically, you got to make your them- money before you get that name on the building. Yeah, well, that's otherwise true. I'm missing a trick. I would like to put my name. <laughs> On this building. They take only five million. All right, two million. Well, so the first one went to Canada in sixteen (sighs) thirty, this guy, Jeffrey Massey, and he went there to be a surveyor and then he was successful and then they built all this they accrued wealth and stature over the centuries all right and they're well connected so yes also nepo babies essentially yes they had some surveyors and the rest of them are nepo babies um but then (laughs) some of them are good and some of them are bad and yasmin who sent this in described them as being like the carnegies of canada Mm. so they've built this performing arts theater in toronto uh, in 1894 because somebody died but then so the son of the guy that died <laughs> he's so this guy so he's called charles but he goes by bert and in 1915 bert is 34 why not question what is bert's reputation like oh he is a player mm. player love it yeah bert, he hasn't met- called bert <laughs> <laughs> and he's changed his name to Bert as well. He's kind of like, I'm getting, I'm getting a reputation for being quite the ladies' man. I think I'll change my name to Bert. <laughs> no one will suspect a thing. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say he's a he's a a bachelor uh, who's uh, all, always about town. He's like uh, Bruce Wayne without the Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice description. Um, Hannah George, anything to add? Well, so what his reputation, I mean, if he's got a reputation, it's normally just, normally they're not very good. Either. Did you say there was a performing arts theatre that, that was that linked to it or was that just. Yeah, c- so the performing arts theatre was built in honour, in memory of this guy's dad who died right. when this guy was like five. So is he oh, like okay. a. 
is he an actor? So he's kind of his reputation is for being a bit of a lovey and kind of just ah, being, you know, kind yeah. of darling. Just a bit or, pretentious. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Does he always talk about himself and what plays he's in? Yawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keeps changing the subject back to Hello. him. Bert Mercy, Hamlet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's where you've like seen a me. Young King Charles. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys, you've touched on it. Um, so he he his reputation was player, but he is married. Oh, he's uh, a dog. Yeah. So he gets described as a cad. Mm. He gets described as a womanizer. And he gets, there was one source, um, and I'm using quote marks here, that described him as having wandering hands. Oh. Ew, okay. Yeah. And like, also, if you're, if like, you're that, you're that rich, and in the olden days, they're still writing that about you, how fucking bad must you be? Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And also, it's a like, shame one... they weren't media moguls because they could have spun their own story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Missed a trick. Yeah. Don't and just like, put your names on buildings. Yeah. Instead, he's like, yeah. just look at that tractor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now this family, the Massey family, have a new domestic servant from England called Carrie Davies, and she is 18 years old. What happened well, I'm next? already sad because she's going to die. <laughs> hold, that, hold that thought. Feels I think she way. might kill him. I'm feeling optimistic today, guys. <laughs> <laughs> everything to play for i'm that's loving not nice I'm taylor loving that's it. not nice it's but it's sort of the best option is it we've been is doing it? this too long i know <laughs> but it, like it's gonna go one of two ways you're absolutely right uh like now. if we were betting on horses it'd be like murder two ways murder both ways <laughs> the, way. problem is the thing with the most wandering hands is a ghost <laughs> so, what a like the thing about the wandering hands is so it's because it's very difficult to try and claim that that's traumatic because it just sounds like you know like you're describing like the hands are independent of the body <laughs> yeah. well it was my hands that did it it sounds like someone's waving why are you scared one snowy february night bert massey makes what one source described as a pass at Carrie. Obviously, it's just, just an innocent past, guys. There's nothing coercive or predatory about that, given the difference in their ages, <laughs> class, uh, stature, all of that. A uh, bit of flirty fun. So she managed to fend him off and escape that night. Um, one yeah, source... that's a pass, by the way. That's a casual flirt when you have to fend someone off. <laughs> and right. escape. In escape. That's a strong word for he touched my thigh. Yeah, right. And then as well, like, so one source described it as she successfully resisted him. But then the other sources are like, it obviously was full on. Mm -hmm. um, and she Ugh. was terrified. So my now, my question to you now is, what happened the next day? Ooh. Wait, so what did she do in the house? So she was a domestic servant as a maid. So she was doing oh. domestic Oh, I think we have a poisoning. Ooh, okay. I think she poisoned Birdie because he came at her and was like, hey, and he tried to pinch her nipples. And she was like, <laughs> go away. And he was like, you work for me. If I can't have you tonight, I'll have you some night. And she's like, oh, my God, he's going to do an R on me. So she slips some arsenic into his soup. <laughs> <laughs> Oh 
man. Do you know what? I think that's maybe a good suggestion just in terms yeah. of the cases from this time. And if you're a kind of a domestic servant and you've got access to the food, I think that's, that's the really... one power you have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Controlling the liquid. Yeah. <laughs> Who controls the liquid? <laughs> that's yeah. a brilliant answer. Are you guys all agreeing with Abigail? I want it to be that so badly that I'm not going to suggest anything else. Yes. Hannah, you, yeah? I agree. Okay. Um, everybody gets half a point. It's not poison. Okay. Um, Carrie shot Bert. Oh, oh wow. wow. Look at her. Oh, Ooh. I bet she ordered from Hazelton's. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? <laughs> you, they, they're, they're active in Canada as well as America. Do you know, the gun, I know the catalogue that the gun was ordered from. It was the Eaton's catalogue. I don't know if that's a big thing in Canada or if it even still exists, but this gun he had ordered from the Eaton's catalogue. Okay. Is it what you sort of kiss out a kid that's going to Eaton with? Yeah. Like we must get him his gun <laughs> and his lovely little shorts yeah. for PA. He needs to terrify servants and shoot birds. <laughs> um, I'm amazed that she's gone this bold. I mean, you can't really backpedal from shooting somebody (laughs) unless she set it up like it was an accident. I don't know. She's giving me Lizzie Borden vibes and I'm here for it. Ooh, okay. Basically, he's coming home from work. It's the next night, February 8th. She's absolutely terrified. He's going to come in the house now. Mm -hmm. Uh, So she's waiting for him. She's got this gun. She's loaded it. And the second he walks in the door, she steps out of the shadows and she shoots him at point blank range. Wow. He dies instantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, question, what does she do next? Does she say it was her wandering hands? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Does she do a little jig over his body? Does nice. She, does she pinch his nipples and go, how do you like it, fella? Uh, <laughs> yeah. How do you like me now? <laughs> and I asked the, what type of gun. Was it a shotgun? Was it a pistol? Was it uh, a... Do oh, we man, know? I wrote down all this stuff about the gun. I think... It was Eaton's catalog number four seven three O N. Yeah, I have nothing helpful. I don't think it was a big gun. Okay, that's, that's as scientific as I can get. I would say she somehow staged it so it looked like a suicide. Ooh, okay. Like put the gun in his hands. <gasps> yeah, nice. Yeah, if it's point blank, then that's yeah. kind of quite a good. Yeah. I think maybe she does a runner because I kind of yeah. I feel I feel as though you're not going to sort of stick around to find out what happens next if you've, you know, because she's obviously done it because she like fears for her life. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know she, but it's interesting that she didn't just run away like the night that it happened. She's like, right, I'm gonna, but maybe to make sure it doesn't happen to anyone else. Um, <laughs> but I think yeah. maybe yeah, yeah, I'll vote that she ran away. Mm. Okay. I love it. So we've got fake suicide, runaway, Taylor Glenn. Oh boy. I was going to say the runner thing as well, just because I I wonder if she's kind of shocked herself that it went this far. Mm. Like she kind of loaded the gun and that was one thing. Okay, I can protect myself. But then impulsively. Yeah. Did this happen? Uh, yeah, and yeah. she's kind of shocked herself. So I, I can picture her doing a runner. But then where's she going to go? You know, the people that have traveled to another country, unless she's formed some alliances with other families yeah, yeah. somewhere, she's nowhere mm. to go. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. In the chat, Detective Gay buries him in the yard and lives in the house. I really hope that's the answer. <laughs> that's a nice sitcom ending. That's yeah. good. Yeah. He's I'm... buried in the garden. <laughs> we, can all, we can all enjoy that. <laughs> Does she? This is Canada. Does she get a bear? <laughs> Put it, 
kill the bear, put it next to the body and be like, I was aiming for that. I hit the guy first, but then I got the bear. At least we're safe from the bear. And Bert. That would be such a good crime scene. It would be (laughs) colourful. Yeah. And I like see all the police going, oh, yeah, I can... That checks out, I think. Also, it's Toronto. It's not like there's bears just... (laughs) Wandering around the I'm city. If this, if, if, if this lovely lady goes through the admin of shooting a man <laughs> and then finding a bear <laughs> yeah. and shooting that and dragging and dragging, I mean, she's from 1950 and she's she works in a house. What does she weigh? Like 90 pounds? Like drags a full bear into. You just get to go free, like just out of creativity. I agree. Yeah, yeah, you get extra points for that. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. None of you are quite right. She she does she doesn't do anything as exciting as what you guys have suggested. She just goes up to her room in the attic, oh, wow. and when the police arrive, that's where they find her. Oh, mm. um, in shock! She, in shock! She, you know, she may well be in shock. Actually, she doesn't resist arrest or deny what she's done, but she's very scared. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and she says, "Oh, okay. I was going to ask you, what does she say to the police?" Uh, the bear has nothing to do with me. I don't know how I got there. <laughs> the bear was here when I got here. Yeah. <laughs> Is it a kind of he had it coming? Thing? Nice. Yes, love it. Yeah, I think maybe she tries to defend her actions. Mm-hmm. He 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 was going to. It's going to be in an eloquent 1950s. What 1915? Is it 1915? Yeah. It no, is 1915. Said, yeah. So she's going to be like, he would have brought me corporal harm. I was only yeah. defending myself. Mm. Love it. Yeah, I think she's going to pull. Uh, I think she's going to pull a Roxy Hart and be like, oh yes, oh yes, we both reach for the gun, the gun, the gun. Oh yes, we both reach for the gun, for the gun. Yeah, and she breaks out into the whole song, even though it hadn't been written yet, before Candor and Ebb's time. She was like, yeah. You know what? I am so sad that you're not correct. I'm I'm giving it to Taylor. Um, the words she says to police are, he tried to ruin me. 
Oh. Tried to ruin me. Oh, she's and only 18. She's only 18. Oh. And this now becomes mm. the crux of her defense as well. So mm. basically, this murder is super shocking. This 18 year old maid has killed a super rich man. Mm. Um, the, the, it knocks the war off the front pages. So many headlines. Um, this is yet another case that's calling itself the um, the trial of the century. It's like, mm. guys, you can't all be the best coffee in the world. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've done about what? six of those in the yeah, last like, seven episodes. Yeah, like you're not all the trial of the century. <laughs> but stop, stop calling that when you're 15 years into the century. Like, <laughs> other people are going to have a turn later. It's on. insane. But they, um, <laughs> they still got to wait for the O.J. Simpson trial in the <laughs> yeah, 90s. Yeah, that's the same century. It's like. <laughs> 80 years later, guys, you'll never believe what happens. Actually, what an amazing century, too. Like, how can you call the trial of that century? It's batshit, the transformation, isn't it? Yeah. But it is nevertheless a sensational, salacious story. I bet. I just like, I was trying to work out what it'd be like today. And all I could come up with was, is this like if Mary Poppins shot Trump? Or... this like if orphan annie shot epstein like i don't know what we don't really have an equivalent but it would be that shocking i guess yeah 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 like, yeah, yeah and also as as taylor touched <laughs> well, on, and, on what i love about that is that the women in that are fictional so, like, <laughs> oh my god and the men are real yeah predators are... everywhere no superhero women yeah <laughs> history Shit. doesn't remember the female help like there's no yes. documentation right that see that that should be a dissertation all on its own or possibly yeah. a documentary that we can all pitch in a minute but no so she's an immigrant she's young she's vulnerable she's alone she's got no family she's low class yeah. and he's the biggest name in canada so there's this huge imbalance um now so the book that yasmin recommended is called the massey murder and it's written by charlotte gray and i watched videos of charlotte gray being interviewed about it um, because you didn't read the book because i didn't i just did the cliff's notes um yasmin's gonna be so disappointed i'm so sorry yasmin (laughs) you trusted me but it is really interesting and she outlines some of the issues uh facing carrie davis so basically this 18 year old is in an impossible situation she's powerless and also Mm. in this period if you were a young woman who was flung out of a house and you didn't get a reference nobody would employ you uh because there was so many other domestic servants that they could there was like you know an endless supply you would basically they would just end up on the street which is so different to how we live today <laughs> um and so carrie was very afraid of what would happen when he came home so the massey family starts slagging her off in interviews and i would imagine one of the first questions they ask as well is have you ever killed your employer yeah um pass (laughs) but so like the family start doing interviews where they say she's going mad the trial actually starts like a few days after the shooting um now high stakes if carrie is found guilty she'll be hung for murder oh wow oh jesus yeah she gets this really good lawyer herbert dewart and he's smart um my question is what does he build her defense on I guess His name's fact- Herbert. I'm writing Duet. these down. Do it. Okay. <laughs> oh, we have another note taker. I love it. Love a note taker. Uh, uh, oh, God. It's hysteria. Hysteria. Nice. Okay. Ooh. Oh, Maybe okay. That it's just like, that's just how British people say hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
You guys got any other suggestions? Taylor, do you have one? I think it's hysteria. That's what they blame all women's thoughts on. Yeah. Hysteria. It's a good umbrella. For- yeah, I think you're probably right that it's going to it's going to be some sort of diminished capacity, so why not hysteria? But I was thinking maybe he maybe he builds on what she said, which is he tried to ruin me and so the whole defense is if as a young unmarried virgin mm-hmm. he had taken advantage of her, obviously that would have been her fault, but then she couldn't have married anybody and what would her worth be? Yeah. If she can't be a wife. And I wonder if it was sort of that oh. excellent answer hannah george you have anything i just wondered whether it was like just more self-defense it was like she had to because he was going to attack her I yes mm. okay you know what i'm giving it to taylor um because that is correct uh, <laughs> you know but what also, heads up to ray in the chat also said her virginity yeah. Ray in the chat said it as well. So good for you. Oh, well, okay. Ray in well, the chat. You you know your history of um, women's choices. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, but the self-defense thing he does just come back. So sad to be right. We all are right. <laughs> We're all sad to be right it's on a, this one. Yeah, it's a pyrrhic victory. <laughs> and in fact, yeah. So he paints her as this victim. She was helpless and she was scared and she knew that she was going to be taken advantage of. In court, he produced evidence proving her virginity. Oh, wow. Let's just get the ick out now. I don't want to guess this part. (laughs) No, I mean, I actually, I don't have details of how, I know this happened to Joan of Arc, but I don't, I presume they have some kind of fucking method. Although whatever the hell it is, it will be flawed because hymens are a myth and they can break it anytime and it's not a sign of anything. Yeah, if Carrie Uh, ever rode a horse, she's fucked right and like even if she hasn't like it's like most people like only some people have them not it's like completely normal to not have them as well Mm. Um, i wonder if they'd hire like a midwife to do that and i wonder if there are cases where they would just stand up for the woman and give whatever they need but i don't know yeah I don't know. In way way to grease the invasive wheels of justice. Well, it sounds better than like she got fingered on the stand. So I mean, I'm like literally, it will be something awful. Also, um, isn't it outrageous? It's just so outrageous that her defense can be like, "But what about my value to men?" Like, yeah, I know. it's just terrible. What, what, I couldn't live as a ruined woman. I must go to jail as a virgin. And everyone's like, "I respect you now. I respect yes. you because yeah. you're like, still a virgin." Not yeah. And like, yeah. and, and and my future owner will need that. Yeah, like ugh. Ugh. it's disgusting on so many levels. But he, that is what he's doing. He's painting her as this very young, pure eighteen-year-old. And sympathy was also generated with this talk of a sweetheart fighting overseas. Um, and the Chief Justice William Mullock guy, he's sympathetic to her plight. And the lawyer, as disgusting as some of the stuff, he, this you know, to our ears is, he does do this closing speech with a zinger of a last line. Um, so he says, if she did not defend herself against this man, she would have been a fallen woman, an outcast, one more sacrifice, let that sink into your mind. And then, and this is the zinger, it was not manslaughter, it was brute slaughter. Oh, if the glove don't fit, you must acquit. (laughs) This was the trial of the century. They had a Cochrane in there. Right. (laughs) It's pretty it's pretty good TV and like it like also I just feel like we should all have one free pass on a brute slaughter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow, a brute slaughter. It sounds like a cologne. 
<laughs> yeah. X Body Spray presents Brood Slaughter. <laughs> um, so after that speech, apparently the judge had tears in his eyes, but this is a jury trial. So question, what is the jury verdict? And back then the jury would be all men, right? Yes. All wealthy white men who own land who are fingering their maids. don't want to be killed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and probably relate yeah, relate quite heavily to But that. don't let that color your vision. Blue sky this. Yeah. Hashtag not all brutes. That's what the jury's saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really think we got a Cochrane on our hands. I really yeah. think she, she, she got off. I think they let her off. Okay. I love it. You guys agree, disagree? Yeah, I'd like to. I like to think she she got off because I feel like, yeah, it's like what was it? We did a, an episode the other day. It was something about justifiable murder mm. or something like that. And I feel yeah. like in this case, maybe, yeah. but that was generally more so men could kill women. But in this yeah. case, it doesn't normally go the other way, does it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I I hope that I think it would be more sensational a trial if she did get off. Okay, so, yeah. You know, in the way that obviously with OJ as well, the fact that he got off was quite mm. a big part of that being a yeah. crazy trial. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, spoilers, guys. Sorry, OJ did uh, get yeah. off. <laughs> if anyone hasn't caught up with that. <laughs> did they just sentence her to hard labor and she's like, ha, that's already my job? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sorry. God, that's brutally funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Um, no, it is not true for the answer. Um, so the the correct answer is not guilty. They find her not guilty. It's OJ. Wow. Uh, unanimously, after only 30 minutes of deliberating. Wow. Yeah. So it was a triumph for Hartley Dewitt, this lawyer. So if and- you're going to kill, kill while you're a virgin. I yeah. It. Like, genuinely, that's the fucking... The, the moral of the story is, <laughs> if you want to kill people, have a fucking Jonas ring, purity ring, like Jonas Brothers. Like, be a virgin, and then yeah. they can't touch you. Like, because all that's the other women are trash. specific virginity reference, I know, Katie. I just, like, it was... I don't know why that came back to me the other day when I was writing up this case. But, because, you know, when it was all like, oh, we've all got purity rings, and it's like... Oh, oh it was maybe, such a moment in time. You're going to get yeah. away with murder, so yay. Um, that, okay. otherwise, otherwise, what is the point of keeping your virginity unless it's to get away with murder? <laughs> yeah. It's not, there's no other point to it. Obviously, they don't want women to be murderers, but at least she's a virgin. That's some mm. gender norms in there. Because virgins deserve justice. No other women do. As I said, this is a like media circus trial of the century case. So there's huge crowds waiting outside for this verdict. So question, how did the public... <laughs> You're going to say, waiting outside for this virgin. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to put her on a fire. Um, how did the public react hmm. to the verdict? Yeah, interesting. Are they on her side? I think maybe because 12 men have decided that she's okay. Mm. Maybe it's it's they are on her side and they see her as a bit of a hero. Do they, though? Because if, because if, if you're a woman and you're, I don't know, if you're married and you're really celebrating this woman that murdered this guy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like one of those things that mm. who would be seen to be going like, oh, that was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It's re- you know what your answer is really interesting because there is social change and upheaval mm. all around this. So there are there will be nuance, but well, and where's his wife during this? Are they still together? Oh, good question. Is she the is she the weeping widow, or is she sort of like? Thank yeah, goodness. 
the, she is a weeping widow and there is like the Massey family are trying to claim that he's not a wandering hands guy and that right. it's not fair to say that but they are losing the PR battle mm. I think because uh, they're losing the PR battle and, and people have been reading about this so mm. voraciously and everyone knew he was a cad in the papers yeah. before this all happened. Yeah. So right. I think no one really liked Massey, especially if yes. we're talking about the normies, like not the rich people of mm-hmm. the town, but like the working class people. He killed yeah. one of theirs. He killed one of their own. Yeah. And, and she was a virgin. Mm-hmm. Um, I think cheers. Like, have you seen 42nd Street when they say that Santa Claus goes free? And the whole, like, I think I'm picturing that, like Miracle on <laughs> yeah! 34th Street style. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm picturing like huge cheers. Everyone's happy. Yes. Yeah. Throw up in the window of the courthouse. Yeah. And they're like, jury's back. Carrie's free and everyone's like yay and it's this heartwarming high point of the film yeah 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 I I love that answer I can't remember who's at answer so Hannah said oh you kind of talked about how you weren't sure Taylor you haven't answered um I I just imagine it might have been quite split I mean, it's sort of what Abigail said, split according to class. So I picture mm. these people waiting outside for the verdict are not the other wealthy people of the town because they would not be seen as like a brain mob mm. around a trial, right? They're all mm. waiting politely to get their yes. telegram They've about got what Canadian happened. manners. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think whoever was outside, yeah, the normies, as you called them, I think they're thrilled and it's cause to fight for better justice. Yeah, but I can picture that the people of their sort of social class were, Ugh, but what about how do we assault our help now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's disturbing if we can't do that. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, Abigail X, like basically, yeah, loving the film reference. That is what happens. Every, everyone reacts oh. very positively. Um, over obviously, there, like you guys have touched on, there is you know, not 100% everyone is happy, but most people are super happy. There was celebration. One source said all hell broke loose, but everybody was cheering. Um, There were crowds outside in the street. Everyone's happy. And it was like one source has described it as like a football game that had just been won. Um, so yeah, it's literally women's the... football is just shooting yeah. men brilliant <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's like it's really interesting too because it's almost like there was an appetite for me too yeah. um, like it's mm. proper out there oh, that's great that's good to hear I mean this hasn't gone entirely the way I didn't think it would I, yeah. uh, that she's found not guilty and that I re- yeah I really do feel like in all of my listening of crime podcasts it's very important not to blame the victim but we're all coming out being like good for her fuck him yes. <laughs> and I can't help but think that i'm really on <laughs> carrie's side i know but it like i think it's sort of you almost can't help but be like it's really interesting because like if this had been written another way and told another way we'd be like oh but what did she do oh was she lying oh she yeah. was probably Trixie. but just the way that it the, these facts have been laid out it's impossible to hate on her really and it's so interesting that in the time that this was all written out like really the thing that herbert hung his whole defense on was that she was a virgin like if she was a sex worker yeah this would not have worked if she Mm -hmm. was a divorced woman Mm -hmm. you know anything 
like that, it would have yeah. it would have not worked in her favor. The whole thing is that she hundred percent. Yeah, this is not as progressive as we might like to yeah. hearing it. We're like, oh yay, they liked yeah. women. No, they yeah. liked one version. Yeah. yeah. And also she was a victim as well. It's kind of like in this, like she was yeah. a victim. Yeah. The, she was you know, at the beginning. But basically, Carrie thanked the jury and she disappeared. Now we can end it there. Somebody dug her up, so I do actually know what happened. Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. I did not see this turn. By the way, I'm sorry. Russell has a very good question about her defense. Was oh. she good looking? Uh, yeah, well, but she's a hot 18-year-old, so yeah. Yeah, all 18-year-olds are attractive. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, um, the, I have, there are pictures, and she is. She's beautiful. She's yeah. a pretty woman. Yeah. So yeah, I should have I should have been including the Monica Hot. What kind of historian am I? I'm sorry. <laughs> Let the record show she was beautiful. And you can't be like, Katie, you can't be like, guys, we could just wrap this up now, but someone dug up her body and then not tell us. Oh, so sorry, yeah. they didn't they on. didn't dig up her body, they tracked her down where she oh. went. Oh. So but I will whiz through it really quick because I, I think we <laughs> That's officially... what I thought too. I'm yeah, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let her rest. But it's like the only the only reason I would be inclined to include this at all is like you know when we did the case of Crippen and the kind of the girlfriend just like disappears and gets mm. to be anonymous and we don't know what happened she might have had kids anything mm. I kind of feel like I sort of like that we get to know what happened to this one even mm-hmm. though she wasn't a criminal but it's like we never got cl- you, you don't get closure on so many cases but there is some more information about this woman yeah. even though she officially disappeared 70 years later this historian that was into true crime and was really in, in loved her case called Frank Jones he tracks it so 70 years later he tracks her down uh, she's dead by then, but that doesn't let him stop. That doesn't let him. That doesn't stop him from traumatizing her remaining family. So basically, he goes and finds her daughter. They're living in rural um, Ontario, um, and he goes and tracks down her daughter and tells her. By the way, your mum did all this shit when she was eighteen. Oh wow! So she didn't. Like, so this would be in the eighties. That so Frank... this so this all happened in nineteen fifteen, and then Frank Jones tracks down seventy years later. She was already so she died actually in 1979, aged. Jesus, I, she had a life, didn't she? Yeah, she got married. Uh, she had children. She never told her family what happened. Wow. But and there's an interview with her two granddaughters on YouTube. If anyone wants to see it. But the, and they're to, like basically this other, not this guy, but another historian is trying to stir it all up. So he's interviewed this guy, some other guy, interviews the mass somebody in the Massey family that's still alive, like some second cousin twice removed of Bert that was shot, and it's like, yeah, how do you feel about this? And then she's like, well, I I don't think that Bert should have been shot. And then he's like in the same YouTube video, he's interviewing the the granddaughters of um, Carrie, and they're like, oh, well, gosh, that happened to my grandma. Um, well, I'm glad she defended herself. Like, and it's like he's like he's trying to stir all up again but uh basically she so she goes she has a simple life lives in uh rural ontario she was a really nice person and she her and her husband uh became the custodians she was always trying to help she was big in the church and she was always trying to especially help young girls and her and her husband became the custodians of a home for girls so she was obviously affected by it and trying to do good in the world yeah um and then, yeah, she dies age 64 in 1979. And um, and thought perhaps, well, this secret dies with me. It yes. didn't have to be what defined me until yeah. Yeah. dude shows up and <laughs> no, makes a YouTube totally. channel. <laughs> I know. And then, like, she literally, she changed her 
documents that she just basically erased two years of her life so that no one would ever know that this happened. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and then this guy just like ruined that for her. But her family still were like, seemed really happy. So it's fine in the end. But like he made them all cry before that they got to the <laughs> cathartic bit. Well, um, thank God you'd want to know that a relative had gone through all of that do you know what i mean yeah. like it was her choice to keep it a secret but god wouldn't you want to know yeah. it's That's interesting huge. yeah huge. um nice. and then so yasmin had said in the email when she wanted me to do this case that in the book there's a it goes into a lot more detail about how things like world war one women's rights immigration and the newspaper industry religion and that canada it was shortly after the confederation and that all affected how the trial played out mm-hmm. um but there is a book as we said if you are interested in that but yeah i guess let's raise our glasses to carrie davis and yasmin for suggesting the case to yes. carrie okay. davis yasmin. and yasmin and can you shout out the name of the book one more time yes the book is called the massey murder the massey murder and it's by charlotte gray while you while you're pulling the email up, I just want to point out that uh, Marcy uh, Vermeer, sorry if I said your name wrong, in the chat says, "I just realized my great great aunt was a Massey, <gasps> and her husband had Canadian roots." Surprised Whoa. emoji face. Oh my god, she might be related. There was a bit Ooh, I didn't wow. have time to go into where this living relative had asked her mum about this case, and her mum had basically responded with we don't talk about bruno like it yeah. was like Ooh. yeah we're not telling you anything about that we don't so, talk about brute slayer yeah <laughs> we don't talk about brute slaughter we're going to do a listener crime and then we're going to hear all about what Abigail is up to. But yeah. the listener crime, Leanne says, during my first year of teaching, a student stole my very first smartphone on the day. Oh, wait, hang on. I'm going to move this up because I've put it low, down low so that I can see your guys' faces, but I don't need to see your faces. Yeah. Right. You really don't. They look the same as they did before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> during my first year of teaching, a student stole my very first smartphone on the day the first bill for it came due. That student was never disciplined for the theft and was later oh. involved in several more serious crimes, including a murder. Ooh. I've always wondered why she was never punished in spite of these being, in spite of there being footage of her leaving my classroom with my phone and what worse fate I potentially avoided given what she went on to do. Someone just wrote, that escalated quickly. Yeah. Sure did. <laughs> yeah, yikes. Wait, are I... we supposed to solve this? Because I feel like she knows who did it. <laughs> yeah, they, there is a culprit. But I guess we've got to, her question is, why was nothing done? We've got to solve that. Because she was a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. she gets special dibs in justice. Yeah. Oh man, there's nothing worse though than having something nicked that you're still paying off. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, I haven't got the thing anymore, but I and have you... to pay for the thing. Yeah. yeah. Very true. But murder. Yeah, sucks. Just throwing murder in there. Yeah. What? Yeah. I am. What the hell? And actually, Leanne, are you in the chat? Can you give us more information? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there she is. Oh, there she is. The murder was involved. Was a stabbing <gasps> live streamed on Facebook. Whoa, this is fucking even... hell. I have more questions. This isn't where is anything. this Netflix documentary? Yeah, yeah, no offense about not caring about your phone. Yeah, as much yeah I'm as... so sorry <laughs> for your loss. Uh, sorry for your loss. Holy shit, there's a snuff film. Oh my gosh, wow. 
end. I think the police were terrified of her and that's why you never got justice. Yeah, I mean, my thought is like, is it like, like, talk about Netflix documentaries, like the Murdoch murders, where she was so well placed in whatever town you lived in, Leanne, that uh, her parents made it go away. Yeah, maybe. Oh, yes. Yeah, I watched that documentary. That was crazy. Mm -hmm. And if you don't discipline your kids... They'll just keep doing worse crimes. And I think this proves it. Yeah. She was 16 at the time involved in a gang. I assume this is the stealing. Yeah. Um, Oh, man. What a sad story. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It sounds like your life turned out better. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just saying. Oh, man. That's wild. That is wild. Yeah, and I mean, also, if she's if she's still at large, did they get her for the murder? Also, like, <gasps> did, oh, someone said that's not Leanne. Someone's saying she's the head teacher's kid. Yeah, um, I'm just guessing from my various uh, thefts here in the UK, um, the police have, I hate to say it, better things to do. So they're like, oh, a kid stole another kid's phone. Yeah. Yeah. Who, this is not what I want to spend my time on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They're like, call me when she's mastered the tech to live stream a murder. And then yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh and the, the police probably just didn't want to freaking bother with it. You know, someone just yeah. kind of buried it and it got forgotten and, you know. Yeah, that's she, just... she's just said on the chat though that they got her for the murder. Yeah. So. Oh man. Okay. So she's no longer at large. She actually stole the principal's phone too, which was odd. <laughs> wow. I like it oh. that you kind of just. Yeah, she's getting more and more serious. You know, it is crazy. Like if they'd got her at her cry for help with the phone, maybe things wouldn't have gone that way. Maybe. Yeah, I don't. I'm clutching at straws. (laughs) I can't make fun of this, and I don't know how to lighten the mood. I mean, it's a hell of a story. My uni stories are all like, and then she fell over because she's so drunk. Like, I don't have any. And then she murdered somebody. Yeah. Any of those. I feel like I should go back and really have a better experience. Yeah. I feel like it's a bit like murderers. I don't know. At any point, probably there's so many murders that at one point you've probably met a murderer but not realized. So that's something. That's something to lighten the mood, isn't it? There we go. True. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon, but with murder. Well, there we go, fact fans. They're like rats. They're everywhere. You're never more than two meters from a murderer. Leanne, thanks for that heroin. Yeah, thank you. That was an amazing story. Um, now we have just enough time. And on that note, (laughs) (laughs) on that light-hearted little ditty, we will move on to the final section where we ask Abigail Shiman, um, what are you up to? Where can you, where can we find you? Tell us about your podcast, Neurodivergent Moments and anything else that you want to plug. Yeah, I am. So I have all of the social medias. Uh, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. Um, and uh, so you can follow me on all those. It's just my first name, Abigailia. So you'll have to look it up in the podcast feed in order to be able to spell that. <laughs> but just at Abigailia on all social medias. I'm going to start releasing my comedy specials on YouTube over Ooh, the summer. Oh, so nice. I would love a little follow there. I'm resolute yeah. that I won't start doing it until I get a thousand followers because I've like ignored YouTube for years. And now it seems like it's time to care. Uh, 
So, yeah, so follow me on YouTube. Also, I have a podcast that I do with Joe Wells called Neurodivergent Moments. I have ADHD. Joe Wells is autistic. And uh, we talk to other neurodivergent creatives about how our brains work different. So nice on all podcast streaming platforms. And we just uh, dropped a Patreon today uh, of a video of us talking about our reaction to the panorama uh, documentary on ADHD oh, yeah. clinics exposed. Wow. Yeah. Uh, oh man. Which, if we want to stay here for another hour, I have thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. It was the minute that I saw the the picture, the cover picture for that, where the the guy's wearing a teeny weeny beanie, and yeah. I was just like, you can't trust somebody in the teeny weeny. Beanie. Also, there's like all these memes too. Like he's like, I keep going to these clinics, and they keep diagnosing me with ADHD, and there's all these memes in the ADHD. World world of how ADHD people like wear a lot of random colors and dress kind of weird and he's in that stupid beanie with a rainbow check shirt and I'm like mate you got it like I don't know what to tell you <laughs> so neurodivergent moments yeah we would um check out that and what are the the sh- your shows that you're going to be releasing on YouTube what so, are they called uh I will be releasing I'm filming my new one this summer but we haven't set a date yet uh that'll be called legally cheeky and and then I'm re- <laughs> I'm uh, also releasing Namaste Bitches, was which is all about uh, I yes, used to, excellent title. Yeah, I used to be a Bikram yoga instructor, uh, oh, so wow. it touches on that and uh, my search for enlightenment uh, through fitness. Uh, didn't find it, guys. Uh, <laughs> a spoiler alert! And then uh, my comedy special. Do you know who I think I am? Uh, <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Solid titles, man. Thank yeah. You. Thank you. So all three over the summer, or you're filming them? So I'm filming one. I've had okay. two behind a paywall for a while, and ah. now I'm just kind of like, I'm going to release them. But I'll yeah. release them. Guys, no pressure when I get a 1,000 YouTube right. followers. Okay. So, <laughs> so everybody get over to YouTube and make this happen. Yeah, it'd be nice because I'm releasing videos on YouTube right now and talk about a platform. I'm big on TikTok, and I get TikTok comments, and it's like, oh, someone enjoyed what I did. And I check my YouTube comics, and I'm like, oh, someone hates a woman. <laughs> it's like really God. fucking grim. I'm like, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. <laughs> Oh man! Make well, YouTube a friendlier place for yeah, Apple. Yeah, come on! What a fun difference between those platforms, yeah. Jesus! Oh man! Well, it just reminds me to say thank you so much for joining us. You've yes. been absolutely fantastic, Abigail. Amazing! Thank you. I, I have to just shout out. This is by far the most yeah. fun I've ever had on a podcast. So literally, like, I'll come every time someone cancels. Like, I will cancel. <laughs> Like, I will be a reoccurring character for you. I'm pitching it now nice. here on the podcast. Yes, like, you're you in, get a dropout at 7.15, I cancel my plans. I am here. I like This is a fun game. This is such yeah, a fun game. Good. Oh, I'm so glad you like You've been such a fun guest. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. And thank Yay. you to all the patrons Yay. for coming along. Thanks, everyone. We yeah. solved it. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman. Music by The Lion and the Wolf. If you would like to, you can follow us on Drunk Women Pod on Twitter. On Facebook and Insta, we are Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And also, if you have a crime that you would like us to solve, write it on a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Thank you to ACAS and thank you for listening. Bye! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.